This is a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. Find us at k103.se. Due to copyright, the music is shortened. Oh my god, we're approaching 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> Let's try that again. Thank god this isn't live. Yo, 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 here we go again. Hello. This is the show about nothing, where we talk about... Everything. And nothing. Yes, and no topic is taboo, as you probably know by now. Yeah, repetition is key, so I'll also remind you of who we are. We are a lovely team of three crazy individuals. The voices you've already heard before belong to Max. I'm hungover over here, in the hungover corner. I got the small chair, the children's chair. I'm below the table, basically. You chose it, man. Shut up. It's comfortable. (laughs) Yes, but all that matters is that you're here. Uh, So, um, Max, one part of our lovely crew, and we also have Fatima. Hello. (laughs) Welcome to the studio. Uh, The voice you're hearing right now belongs to me, Marie. I'll be behind the, I don't know, moderator microphone today, hoping to uh, do a great job. And we are here in the studio to create some new content. And we are joined by a lovely guest today. Her name is Sonali. Hello. (laughs) Welcome to the studio. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we have... uh, selected a topic that is fairly big but this is great because we are a lot of people today so we're going to share a lot of insights on the topic of emotions and sharing emotions but before we dive right in uh, first things first uh, we have a guest and I would like to know a little bit more about this guest so Sonali when I ask you what are you doing in your life when you're not sitting here what would be your answer so I'm a PhD student and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, computational chemistry, computational biology, whatever you call it, doing wow. some drug designing and etc. etc. Et yeah. Drug designing. Can you yes. suggest any? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any with you? No, they are in the area of antibiotics. So oh. probably. So not so exciting. No, yeah. oh. <laughs> but yet still exciting. Fighting the resistance, you know what I mean? The antibiotic mm. resistance. Yeah, so, especially now really in these cool. times. Fighting the resistance. Yes, like, exactly. That's how I warrior. like to put it. Yeah. Fighting. <laughs> cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Very interesting. Um, what brought you to Sweden? Uh, PhD studies, actually. Yeah, got selected for the project and that's how I ended up here. How how far are you into your PhD? Is it usually like four years? Are you in the it, beginning? Or? Uh, no, uh, I I'm done 60% more oh, or wow. less. Yeah. Oh, so we so. can call you a doctor already because you're m- further than halfway. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank Are you. Are you scared <laughs> of the title? No, not really. No? It's uh no, okay. just uh, pretty kidding, cool. So guys, mm-hmm. you know, be ready for an episode with uh, Dr. Sonali sharing her insights <laughs> on emotions. Is it your first time being on a radio show actually? Yes. Oh, wow. And I'm nervous and excited. That's good. Yeah, I think we can make good use of this. Uh, I'm always excited myself, like even if I've done it so many times by now. So uh, join the club. Thank you. And my last question before we get started with some music is the topic was your suggestion and your choice in some way. So would you like to say some words maybe on why you have picked that topic? Yes, but before that, thank you so much, all of you to have me as a guest here and giving me opportunity to talk about this topic which I feel or I have observed is considered like oh big topic heavy but when your show would title as show about nothing make it seem so light 
and mm. casual i like to put it in here so that's like oh cool let's do this and especially since we have in our slogan as well no topic is taboo we yeah. definitely have a place for this topic here as mm-hmm. well so going back to your question can you please repeat it again sure sure um i just wanted to know why you chose the topic i mean you kind of elaborated on it already now a little yeah. bit yeah uh the reason being i have been through some shitty period Mm-hmm. in my life depression anxiety breakdowns etc etc for whatever reasons and then went through therapy and such and then realized like the part of sharing emotion has so much to do with this has extremely so much like it's a contributing factor mm-hmm. and realizing that the comfort level to be accepted for who we are and to feel free to express and i think we do that among our close circles friends family i mean people who are close to us and what makes that close i think it's the sharing mm-hmm. and acceptance so it felt like wow yeah yeah well okay. i'm excited to have you here today we are all i would say and thank you, thank um you. thank you for being that open also and sharing your story with us You're listening to the show about nothing on Gothenburg Student Radio we are talking about emotions with our guest Sonali today And yeah, how about just jumping on that question? How are you guys feeling? The singer was feeling fantastic, but how are you doing? <laughs> Me? Yes. Um, uh, okay, so gener- like at this particular moment, I'm very excited. I'm very happy. Uh, generally, um, I'm, I'm not very, very happy. Like mm-hmm. I'm in a general state of sort of things are a bit difficult. But this makes me happy right now. That's so, good. Yeah. Great. <laughs> how about you, Sonali? How are you feeling? Nervous. Nervous. First time on the radio. Oh my God. And I... You're doing a great job. Thank you. Mm. Maybe I don't like to hear how I sound, so... But... <laughs> yeah. Okay. I would uh, leave that up to the listeners to judge, <laughs> so don't worry about it now. Thank you. And I am very excited to talk about this topic out open. Also feeling slightly vulnerable. And I'm okay with that, mm-hmm. actually. And I'm surprised that I'm okay with that. So... Thank you. That's uh, a great feedback. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we'll see how it goes. So yeah. For sure. And we're going to just jump into the hangover corner with Max. <laughs> um, how is your hangover affecting you? Are you doing okay? Send, send me water. I need <laughs> water and like salt sticks or whatever you have for, for hangover. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally hungover. That's my emotion at the moment. All right. Um, we were discussing at the... Uh, the intermission at the um, basically how Fatima feels more emotional yes. when she is hungover. I do, but it goes up. So it goes like um, it's it's a roller coaster ride. So I can I can be very cryy and very like super burst ball energy. Oh, that's that's good. So, so y- you have more like it's it's more intense. Yeah, the emotions. Yeah, yeah, I would huh. say so. How about you? Do you get an emotional hangover? I don't know to be honest. I do know that um, two of the apartments that I visited when I was hungover last year to live in Gothenburg. When I arrived hungover, I got the apartment like that, you know, instantly. <laughs> maybe that's your um, lucky streak then. I guess, you know, maybe I should just be hungover more often. But <laughs> I, d- I don't believe in it. Sounds hard, though. Well, I'm really happy you dragged yourself to the studio to add your male voice there from the corner, if hangover or not. <laughs> it's always good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I myself, I'm... Uh, I'm ready for spring, but in this very particular moment, I'm actually also sharing this excitement for what's going to be in the show. And I'm uh, yeah. I'm excited for another uh, 
like uh, not K103 showboat nothing project that is like you know let's see what comes out of this topic um should we should we maybe dive into it then yes let's get started uh we just um yeah we just sort of expressed our feelings but in a more general sense it's like sonali do you think we are um we are free to express our feelings in any given situation or like what how do you yeah what do you think about it um i don't think that we feel free to express exactly how we feel depending on the situation circumstances mm. uh set of people around us could you give an example then of like when are we comfortable and when are we not comfortable with it and could there ever be like other barriers affecting it like language but this barriers? is so individual right like uh uh for example if i don't like something or if i am really pissed at something at work maybe i would not express it out right away like your to boss my boss is being super mean and you're like oh such a dick like, <laughs> <laughs> yes i would not say that yeah, out yeah. loud so that's one situation uh and uh what else um how about you guys go ahead so i can think meanwhile yeah um Marie actually this what you brought up just now in like the professional context mm-hmm. of work this just triggered some uh idea I have because I actually started um I started voluntarily working for an organization mm-hmm. and I have felt that this voluntary position meaning that I just do this because I offer my services for free gives me a quite powerful standing point like I feel like I can be way more open sharing my very direct thoughts on any issue topic content we're developing because I feel that you know I'm not dependent on staying with them if if it comes to some sort of disagreement or something mm-hmm. and i have found this uh feeling super empowering to like actually realize boom this is what i think on this issue and i just go ahead and i don't have any filters and probably i mean yes you you still stick to being polite and all this and respecting i don't know the others present but i found this a very eye opening experience the last week i've only been doing it for a week and uh I kind of put it as a goal to be more like this even though you are maybe in a dependent uh, relationship. Yeah, I think I had like yeah. an empowering moment of just realizing I'm doing this for free, like I'm giving you my capacity and my ideas and I'm investing my time and why should I, you know, try to please whatever because I always feel like honesty in actually I think all of the situations kind of like brings you more forward and kind of mm. leads you to the goal. So, yeah very very german thing to say <laughs> yeah i also <laughs> d- definitely like i think we we come to that point as well in that show where maybe culture touches up on you know your yeah. straightforward attitude mm-hmm. as well max what do you think affects these like the in, what do you think affects your own idea of self value because in this case like yeah did you get the question no this is a very open question you gave me here yeah so uh, throw me on the ice and let yeah. me drown So uh, with regards to what me was saying so like when you're in a dependent like when you go get to a new workplace and you don't feel you can be vulnerable or honest or whatever because you're in a dependent situation uh, one could argue that maybe that's like because of your own idea of self-worth self-worth like you're uh, you don't see yourself in, as an asset you like always f- have maybe have a feeling of being behind so like what do you think ha- is the things that gives you an idea of your self-worth or like works on your self-worth I'm not sh- <clears throat> This is I'm- a very difficult question I'm like Max Yeah yeah exactly I'm not really <laughs> sure uh, the self-worth has uh, I I I I don't know self-worth but I do I would say though that um there definitely is a sense of um 
you know, there's a difference between being an asset and being uh, someone who just has, you know, a McDonald's job. And, you, you know, you, you, well, I guess a McDonald's job person is also important because obviously the salad's not putting himself on the burger. <laughs> Um, yeah, and also, sorry for interrupting, but you could you could do your best at all times with true. independent of the work, you know. And if you're maybe still... maybe a bad example actually, if mm. I think about it, but um, the idea that you know if if you're in a startup and it's a small company, being honest will bring say the small company further usually than while well, being in a big company where you could be replaced or you could you know mm. it doesn't really matter because even if you say the proper opinion, you're probably going to end up. Um, you know, either having to file a report that gets overlooked and takes six years to travel to the top and then travel back down to get um, a resolution. Of a resolution, yeah. exactly. Um, I think it's like we are worried about the consequences. Like whenever we have to express a certain feeling, I'm talking from my own observation. I feel like, okay, I'm expressing this, but then what will be the consequences? Mm, like what's Whatever the risk situation, of, yeah. yeah. So... Maybe there are ways it can be handled, like instead of saying you are a dick mm. to uh, the person who is acting like a dick, like, uh, I don't like this, mm. what you are saying. Mm. And I mean, it could just be expressed like that. But that's still, it. I think it takes time to also be to that step where we are able to just like say that out loud. Hey, no, uh, yeah. It, I don't deserve this kind of treatment. Or, or yeah, this is not uh, fine. Mm. Uh I'll not do this. I am not mm. able to do this right now. Mm. We can come back to it later mm. and be able to leave the room mm -hmm. instead of. But yeah, I mean, there are times when you actually get, let's put it that way, uh, punished mm -hmm. yeah. for your actions. Because yeah. this uh, also coming from a culture and a country where hierarchy has such a strong role in society. So that's like, you know, you have or you have to step down because consequences mm -hmm. and similarly like uh, expressing feelings thinking of like good feelings and bad feelings have you noticed like when we express good feelings there are no bad consequences as such like mm. you know they would just like yeah no way but I, I might sorry but yeah. I, I might argue against you now because yeah. sometimes um expressing like I don't, I'm, I'm just going to talk from personal experience. Mm -hmm. Some people, some people annoy me if they're too positive. Mm -hmm. okay. You know, when it's that like, annoys you, it can happen. Yeah, okay. for yes. sure. <laughs> like uh, someone that's like, and what do you do about it then? Nothing. Nothing. I just like. <laughs> what do you wish you could have done? No, I just don't develop a, a further relationship with the person because I just. Generally, I think the the I think I feel like it's not sincere. Like the person's okay. not being sincere. Okay, so that has an intention that doesn't feel like honest. But yeah, uh, I would like to also say something to this. I I agree with the fact that we most general like generally sharing positive emotions is kind of uh, easier than sharing negative emotions, and there will be a, kind of like less consequences for sharing the positive ones. But I would say that there is also you need to know about the context because there might be actually situations where it's really inappropriate to share yeah. super positive emotions yeah, because I don't know maybe some people are grieving or yeah, someone is exactly. going through yeah, some okay. really <laughs> difficult time. So then you it would be kind of if you stay with this you know behaving like a dick then you would be behaving like a dick if you just like blast in there and be like oh my god this is. <laughs> but I also say to like what Fatima just mentioned this like I also get this impression sometimes if someone is just like happy all the time and positive then I just feel like they're losing 
authentic yeah. authenticity yeah. difficult world <laughs> word man <laughs> um yes because i just you know i don't don't believe this but i think once again there there might also be certain cultural communication patterns that kind of also mm -hmm. make you use this um happy way of talking all the time even though it might be just a facade like yeah. it might not be the true um basis of feelings that's like you know be behind it hmm. but yeah um, big big topic <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean that was more like on a generalized mm -hmm. uh context but yeah if i doesn't mean that it has to be uh like you said you know super positive when it's mm -hmm. not the right situation I mean, of course. Yeah, I'm a, and also, I'm just, there are exceptions, but I, of course, I don't, uh, I, if people share good emotions. Yeah, like, for example, um, if someone has always been enthusiastic, positive, and always out front, and so that person would be remembered for that, but maybe someday that person is not the same and completely opposite, and then all that thing that's represent him is not emphasized but like oh uh, always crying always worried like mm. so it's like tags people tend to remember negative tags mm. more than the positive tags or this is what it's like thoughts I don't know I felt like I was reading this article where they say like if paper mm -hmm. a blank paper is your positive thoughts mm -hmm. and one black dot is a negative thought mm -hmm. you will put your entire attention on one black dot yeah. you yeah. will not yeah. see the white rest of the paper that's is a white. nice comparison yeah so something like that how we relate how we or this is what i observed how and i have felt that as well mm -hmm. so it sort oh. of re reminds me of the ted talk that we i watched uh, what was the name of the person that did Brene it? brown yeah the vulnerability talk yeah. Because she was saying that in her research, when um, she was doing research on, on, I don't really know what her main subject was actually. Uh, like it, she, mm -hmm. she came to the conclusion that vulnerability is is what mm -hmm. people need, but she sort of took takes in a lot of interviews. Uh, she asked people to describe like their best, um, their best love story or their best mm -hmm. something that was always positive, and everybody ended up talking about the worst heartbreak yeah, or like exactly. the worst, like the opposite of what she was actually asking for. Because I don't know why, but it was it's interesting and it sort of relates to this white paper with a black dot. Yeah. Like we're focusing on the according to her then the wrong things at least. Mm -hmm. Um right before we talked about um sharing uh negative and positive emotions and what is easier, what is harder and why and then um, we took up the topic of vulnerability and uh we would like to continue here a little bit. I mean, it's really hard to like. And now I'm just gonna give the conclusion of the of the TED talk that I was talking that I was looking at yesterday. But I mean, obviously, there's so much more to what I'm saying. So maybe just check it out. Mm -hmm. um, I on personally, I mean, I I watched it and I was I thought it was a little bit not as like um, strategic as I would have thought it liked it to be. It was more like she was just talking mm -hmm. a bit. But mm -hmm. I'm gonna share her her. Um, conclusion anyway so what she so sort of came concluded whatever yeah. uh, was that um, we have a tendency to to numb out the bad which you can sort you can see that in social media as well which mm -hmm. we can also get back to but like you're always like focusing trying to focus on on the good by numbing out the bad and she was mentioning like um, um, obesity and uh, 
drugs and like different things that we do to and failure in general like yeah like just to not focus on on the negative feelings like shame and uh, vulnerability was also put into that like um uh, category of Mm -hmm. of emotions and she was just claiming that when we do that we also numb out everything like we don't we can't feel happiness as well and joy joy uh, and all of those things um which is yeah comments guys she said one sentence that i really liked so by the way we're talking about Brené brown and her uh, vulnerability research but she said the sentence that vulnerability is the birthplace for love affection and trust and we have the tendency to see vulnerability as like weakness where it is actually something that is great and helps us all to feel a little bit better if we actually you know growing the capacity to you know feel feel okay to talk about our vulnerabilities and i thought that was really um nice to be reminded of because i also have this i mean especially now like trying to get a job you, you're constantly thinking of yourself as a failure if you don't succeed getting a job immediately but like all this struggling actually brings you also forward and being open about this feeling not being the easiest helps you a lot to accept the situation and just move on so yeah i just uh, i think i got a little bit hooked on her vulnerability talk and there's like a lot of um Uh, yeah, publishing around this as well by her. But yeah, um, other comments. Right. I mean, the first step to uh, basically, you know, improving is uh, noticing the the problem or mm-hmm. identifying it and understanding that one has a vulnerability and or is able to figure out that one is emotionally um, compromised. I want to say mm-hmm. uh, because I'm I'm thinking of you know you get mad, you yell, you punch mm-hmm. someone in the face, and then you run away, kind of thing. Um, <laughs> that has well, never happened to me. Well, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I d- cannot identify. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Yeah. No. Um, I- I'm pretty sure it has happened to you. I'm, I'm that I just punch someone and leave. Yeah. No. Not in the childhood or anything. Well, like as a kid. <laughs> well, I've I've pushed my sister. There we go. Down the stairs. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. she would say yes. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Siblings, you know. We should invite her back into the studio to clarify this issue. <laughs> yeah, we should. <laughs> <laughs> atrocities done as a kid that's that's going to be the next but that's show like, uh, like we sorry but one could uh, I mean we today we uh, I, I I'm going to talk about myself mm-hmm. I still feel like I can experience infantile uh, emotions but I still like like in which I, is that what uh, what we're talking like we're talking about how I pushed my sister into which is very like feels like a very primitive emotion I'm like just get away from me and I push her away but today that like as an adult that doesn't really happen to me at least in the same to the same extent i mean when is the last time you pushed your sister down a staircase right? <laughs> I mean, sorry sorry Can sorry Any, <laughs> let's anyhow, get away yeah. from the staircase yeah thank you sonalia <laughs> i was just like those infantile i was gonna say that those infantile mm-hmm. emotions that we still harbor or at least i do um can i would classify them as being part of this like h- handle it with vulnerability maybe that was what i was trying to get to but you know staircases fun <laughs> Especially when the sister's falling down it. Yeah. You can't say that. Um but yeah, no, as one grows up one obviously gets a better handle of uh the the outburst of uh emotions. That you, you should theoretically. I mean 
hey mom, you still you got still got problems with emotions. Sorry, but you know, she, Italian mother, so you know there was occasionally a things flying around in the kitchen kind of thing. Oh, oh, uh, that happens also in India. Yeah, yeah. so you know things flying around. So it might also be a bit of a cultural thing, but um, well, how much is acceptable? Maybe it's just a human thing, because my mom is also sort of a crazy person. Oh, yeah. maybe, maybe it's a radio channel person thing. You know, maybe. Mary, is your mom also throwing things in the kitchen? No, actually, I think she's throwing things, but she can be extremely mad about things and then it's um yeah like emotions that kind of brings me back like i think for her it's easier to talk about uh happy emotions and it's harder to talk about sad and yeah. like negative emotions mm-hmm. and she is working as a psychologist so oh, wow. interesting. but doesn't she then have to go to see other psychologists as well yeah Isn't they have the like practice. supervision or how it's called sometimes yeah, yeah. but i also think it's um it's one thing to be professional in your work with customers and clients and it's another thing to be you know good with sharing your own I was going like, to say, but yeah. uh, isn't it also not just not just w- in a workplace environment like psychologists and mm. clients, but also like you talked about your mom, you about yours and mine. And we so- we all said that, well, they're, they're sort of crazy, but we, we still like sort of accepting of this and sort of l- giving them affection in, in mm-hmm. some way. Uh, but when it comes to ourselves, we're just really uh, limited in the, the mm. love mm. and acceptance of failure that we can provide. Yeah. And I wanted to add to the mom part mm-hmm. <laughs> of the conversation. Uh, I don't know about how you uh, about you guys, but it felt like as a, that was throwing things was more as a part of when we were kids and we mm-hmm. were grown up. That expression of throwing things changed into conversations, mm-hmm. talks, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yelling. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's how maybe also we learn to as a kid you know mm. we are so free to express and throw tantrums and whatever and be accepted for that but as a grown up we are not yeah. and not saying that we should be because we are at or i think we have a capacity to try to understand the situation and emotions and express it in a way that I think we both the things no consequences more like what happens yeah, when exactly, you throw a tantrum exactly right mm-hmm. yeah it, because our parents and friends will be still our friends mm. even if we do Hopefully. this so <laughs> yeah, it depends on the size of the tantrum yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. and what you're throwing okay <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm just gonna throw my ninja stars just straight exactly, at you yeah. okay yeah okay. what you're throwing yes uh, w- uh, with this uh, expression vulnerability I remembered something so actually uh, lately uh, it happened or I was in a situation I would not go in the situation but uh, it popped into my head and I expressed it like I would like to feel comfortable enough to fail around you Mm. that felt like it was related to being vulnerable and being comfortable so how do you guys feel about that how would you feel to like accept it to if you fail, you fail to be accepted for that. I really, just like when you said it, it gave me this uh, feeling of calmness, like dreaminess, I, uh, like being ah, accepted. Ah, failing. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, almost. <laughs> and it, uh, of course, I don't, I'm a ve- like, I'm sort of a perfectionist and I, I, I try to sort of portray always this perfect image of myself, which is why I have become Marie's uh, over me when it comes to cleaning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she, she has. <laughs> but, um, uh, but yeah, just just the idea of feeling comfortable with the idea of fail, like just failing in front of my friends and p- 
people generally um i would like to be there i'm i'm not definitely not i mean it takes a certain amount of strength to be able to uh not that i i know how to do it but generally i fail a lot so it, it takes a <laughs> certain amount of strength to obviously you know portray your failure as what it is and not you know try to scuffle it together and be like no 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 this never happened nothing mm-hmm. nothing nothing to see here um and I think that's that's important. I mean, you, you need to recognize that no one is perfect and you need to also recognize that the standards you hold yourself at, at, at least in my case, are usually quite a bit higher than the standards I hold other people yeah. up to. Yeah, for sure. And often the failure hmm. seems way harsher to me myself hmm. than to other people who will you know, forget about it in three days mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's Depending on the failure. Such a good point you bring yeah. up there. I've been, uh, I'm taking a Swedish course at the moment and uh, there's a lot of international people and advanced level and the teacher um, told me that, you know, Marie, you're such a typical German, like you're so self-critical and this is like Dutch and Germans. They're always so self-critical. And I th- I thought it was interesting that he coined it to like two countries. But like I would totally agree. I think we are our um, worst enemy and our like greatest judge in most of the situations. And most like often your family members or friends, they're actually way more appreciative of your skills and your personality and character than you are yourself so i think this um that kind of brings me back to this jingle we listen to like a journey of self-love this is something oh, wow. we should all practice a little bit more mm, yes trying to accept ourselves and loving ourselves for the person we are and for mm-hmm. what we do and maybe reminding then like going back to the giving positive uh, uh, feelings rather than yeah, negative feelings, yeah. like mm-hmm. reminding people of how how they are good mm-hmm. and how we appreciate them exactly so. yeah nice nice Good conclusion here. And this is the show about nothing, (laughs) where we talk about emotions with our guest Sonali today. Uh, Man, the jingle always gets me. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And I think it's actually him. Like, it's a real voice. Is it? Yeah. It's a real Mario? Yeah, I think so. Like little he Italian was like plumber? Charles yeah. Martinier, is that the guy? I think so. Like, oh, wow. he came to the one to, uh, like, a um, uh, video game event. Ah. or so and uh, they interviewed him I so th- it's wow. a real person yeah oh, we wow. got the real deal here yeah yeah like someone uh, doing a voice for him yeah okay yeah okay. i mean super he wasn't okay. he wasn't the plumber with the mustache and okay the red suit. <laughs> man i thought he was real you're ruining my childhood yeah, i'm sorry exactly. i'm so sorry <laughs> it's just they had really bad mo- ca- movie cameras back in the days so everything looked that way exactly exactly yeah. so it's like so he's just like a parkour dude that jumps around a lot <laughs> Okay, we have been talking about uh, self-love and being more acceptive. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I accept however you are up today. Yeah, but self-love and accepting yourself and not being so self-critical. And uh, Sonali actually um, thought about something she would like to share here with you. Yes, uh, thank you. So uh, I usually write some notes sometimes just to see how my emotions come out and how they look like mm-hmm. is, something is, i learned through my cell therapy is yeah. this a way of self-reflecting or yes also and also trying to see how i feel in that moment because later on i don't know it's it's a roller coaster so it's like okay and reflecting better on uh yeah on my thoughts uh so i was uh mentioning about this expression or this feeling of I would like to feel free to fail around you and related to that I 
wrote this note and you can think it as a note for you guys whoever is listening and it's a note to myself also so it starts like this i like you for you for you being able to express yourself free around me whenever it is for your success and for your failures i am proud of you and i appreciate every tiny bit of your efforts even if i don't know them all if something stops you i will try to understand i will not judge you for your fears and failures i will instead make you focus on your brave side and appreciate all those attempts you made i will try to boost your confidence and motivate you it must be quite challenging as well as motivating to keep working on yourself adapting to constant learning and teachings of life as a part of growing i really appreciate this in you because i really 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 like you hmm. oh nice. thank you so much <laughs> i actually got into this super focused listening and i got a little bit of goosebumps because it was really nice to listen thank you for sharing this you should write more Send oh. me one a day please. Yeah. This is the new drug. It's curing my hangover too. Yeah, it feels too. so good, right? To just be, feel this way. Even yes. it for ourselves. Yeah. From me to me, it just feels like ah, yes, because I have tried. I failed, but I tried. And I will and try again. And this is all this is all that matters. Yeah, right? Like you we're in such a, we're in such a like result uh, we're always so focused focused on results, but there's so much work that goes into preparing and even if you don't get all the way you still do things and learn things and adapt before you read the note did you say something like uh, i you said like i would like to fail around y- you more or no i would like to feel free to fail, to fail ar- around you because i love that i could imagine a song title like this Ooh. i would love to feel like that's a tattoo yeah. like that's a tattoo <laughs> <laughs> let's make right. a song yeah let's go all get tattoos yeah <laughs> no wait make a song make a song yes make a song yes <laughs> Nah, it's easier to get tattoos. It's more passive. <laughs> That's true actually. We could just get drunk and then get tattoos and then yeah. next morning be like, uh, he missed a word in the exactly, tattoo. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I am a failure to you. <laughs> Man, I must have been drunk. Oh. <laughs> and then you get hung over and super emotional. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, then it's a chain reaction. Yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> and that was the start of becoming an alcoholic. <laughs> Here we are. Well, it's a, you know it's a good story in a way. Has you know this is all like sometimes it's just about the title of something. Could also be a book. We could make a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the movie idea, music idea, tattoo idea. And if I could <laughs> get to a bit more like a, a serious mm-hmm. topic, and you're free to to not um not answer this, but so you um. I mean, you said you went through some difficult things for whatever reasons, and then you went into therapy. Mm-mm. Could you maybe like share more about the therapeutic experience? Like, how are you still in therapy? Uh, yes. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah, because I heard that people n- that start therapy and continue because a lot of people start and they'll go follow through, mm-hmm. but that sort of continue to do it throughout their lives. Yeah. Like almost. So I realized things like. So it was really hard. It's like Pandora's box, you know. You have so many things you have locked in there, and I had never shared those emotions or those thoughts before. So it was quite a challenge to open up like that, and also felt like <clears throat> that therapist, that room is like a your safe corner that mm. you can just go and talk about mm. things and how you feel. And then I was quite surprised, like what I felt like this, like I never, like it never came out. Mm. in words out in open it always stayed inside so i think that was 
like it hurt like hell and it still does because it's so much baggage we carry and we learn about it what we have been through how we have how we have been tamed or uh, mm-hmm. yeah so but i think like uh, you mentioned earlier max is mm-hmm. it yeah that uh, analyzing or trying to understand is the first step so that happened here like i could try to figure out where did it come from or what's happening what is this feeling and such and it actually helped me and mm. i hear a lot from people like also your people are not ashamed this is also again another thing shamed of going to a therapist because in india it is kind of or not maybe it's changing now but it's not accepted mm-hmm. out openly it's so it's nice like i feel like i can talk to people or i have heard people expressing that feeling that you know they have been talking to a specialist and mm-hmm. then they f- have figured this out about themselves and they are working on it and coming across a lot of people including me who end up in a position where they are like i want to learn to love myself mm. like it's so much us than others mm-hmm. so that was a really nice thing so what is it then that, that like these um, say uh like you have all these emotions and mm-hmm. the therapist sort of guides you and helps you to realize like put words on what it is that you're actually feeling is that no sort of uh, i don't know really i mean yeah i think it's another topic different types of uh, i think they have different types of strategies, strategies like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah talking about it and opening up and such i that's the f- or step i think yeah not sure but like because i think what people can harbor a lot of negative emotions i'm i'm saying this based on myself like i can harbor negative emotions but not really be sure of what's the cause root of it or what Mm-mm. am i what am i actually thinking of it because i just feel pain so i will put it away put it to the side i don't want to handle this and i'm imagining that a therapist might actually force you to go unless you go into what what's is it called bta that's like behavior changing uh, i thought you were going to say like a psychopath KBT. place yeah. oh sorry yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i thought we were talking about like a hospital you know one of those in the forests that are dark with the mistiness and you know you go in there with a camera and you're like hello for dr heisenberg or something and you're not no. being attacked no. by a mental patient No? no, okay. That right. was not what I was referring to. Mm-mm. It's an okay. asylum. That's yeah, what it was. It's, yeah, it's. I think uh, <laughs> what you were trying to say is cognitive behavioral therapy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's also one thing that's called I think psychodynamics or something. I think that's more about like it's like change altering talking. behavior. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, okay. And there's so many more. There's things. very yeah, different. So many yeah. like. I didn't even knew the difference between anxiety, stress and this it's like so many categories it's mm-hmm. like I had to go into the definitions or ask them what does this mean Yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay this oh is this what it means to have panic attack I had no idea this had a word so it's mm-hmm. like okay so I you look like you wanna I, I, I want to say something Max I want to say something Yes I'd also like to mention um you did mention that um sharing the emotions is is important to identifying it as the only guy in the room um mm. it's commonly unusual for guys i feel like at least mm. to at least talk t- to each other about emotions yeah um it at least i believe so i, I wouldn't i mean i guess i'm a guy but i you know wouldn't say i'm the role model um <laughs> why not well, but, uh, who defines that how exactly yeah exactly exactly um but um yeah so i mean culturally i would say or so social socially 
societally. I would say socially, but it can be society. Social is at every level, right? So. All right, all right. So, in society, yes, it's usually accepted to um, as well, it's not accepted as a guy to open up about emotions, or it seems that way at least. To yes. Me. Um, I know I'm interrupting a lot, but like the first time, the first uh, when I started dating uh, my ex, the thing that really got me hooked on him was like that he cried like the second date or something, and I was like, wow. Was it a good date or a bad date? It was what? a good. It was a good date. What have you been like, doing to him? <laughs> I pushed him down the stairs. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Stop doing that. No, but but it was it's like. So I feel like th- this is th- that's like a very very constructed idea mm. because it is appreciated when people actually share their emotions as well at least mm. from yeah. my perspective. But sorry, that's a side note still. So please continue. I was gonna. I'm, I'm done. I, I think I just wanted to mention that. Yeah. So yeah, I have a question for you, Max. So how do you share your emotions when you feel like sharing it? Like, what is your approach towards that? Or do you? Are we brought up in a way that we have learned to not? share it because it's not appreciated or do you feel like it would not work if you share those like you said guys don't talk about I mean that's, that's a lot of question I think yes uh, my nurture nature versus nurture is always a big thing in psychology but mm-hmm. basically um, growing up in a family where you know my mother's throwing things around in the kitchen <laughs> and my father was always gone um, I basically did have to figure out how to uh, deal with emotions different types of emotions obviously on my own Mm-hmm. which gave me, I think, a decent amount of freedom because it does make you quite independent and capable yes. of on-the-fly kind of figure things mm-hmm. out. That being said, I don't know, maybe I am missing something by not opening up to more people about emotions. Um, but it's only a problem if you feel like it is a problem, right? Right, right. But when is a problem? Can you define the problem? Psychology, it's, yeah, it's difficult yeah. to quantify. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, difficult yeah, yeah, to uh, exactly say what, what, where is too much Um I did have dyslexia as a kid, so I did have to visit a bunch of, well, also psychologists because I was also depressed because Mm -hmm. I was being, you know, uh, laughed at. But in the school, every time I had to read something and stuff like that. So maybe that helped me on in early ages to figure out a way to cope with different emotions. Mm -hmm. Did that answer the question? Am am I Mm -hmm. free? 100 Uh, points? (laughs) The gun is off. (laughs) Shared something very personal or... Am I talking about emotions? I'm not allowed to do that. I'm no, a guy. You Give are. me some beer. That <laughs> felt really nice. Thank you for sharing. I also agree that maybe there's still, I don't know, expectations towards sharing emo- emotions that is tied to like certain gender roles, which is a huge topic that, you know, can be discussed for hours. Yeah. But I also would um, like to comment on what Fatima said about even though guys might feel the pressure to, you know, display a certain set of emotions more than another mm-hmm. um, it is um, then very attention catching and like beautiful and nice if there is the other set of emotions um, that is maybe considered more random for guys mm-hmm. also that's um, that visible and I also am I'm having a father that's very I don't know prone to cry in the moments that just make him emotional and um, I have a partner that uh, that has similar traits and I find this very attractive. Now it's also, also, you know, Freud, I think, you know, it feels like Freud intensifies because I'm just bringing up my dad and my boyfriend in one sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I think it's also like for, for relatable, like if you can see that someone is 
has weaknesses, not saying that they, these are necessarily weaknesses, but then you can also maybe feel more comfortable in showing your own weaknesses to yes. that person, mm. feeling related to And it own. also just kind of blows my mind right now how much responsibility parents also have in, you know, helping you maybe in the beginning of your life at least to, I don't know, figure out a way how to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. Du lyssnar på K103 i Göteborgs studentradio. Benjamin Ingrosso. Get him, getting him them royalties. Oh, He's already super rich. Yeah, good. Last time we played a song by him, sorry. No, no, no. I mean, the song is nice, so. Give us some money too. We need funding. Yeah, we want sponsors. Yeah, how else are we ever going to create our music video? Oh, yeah. <laughs> And pay for our tattoos. Exactly. And the movie. The And the movie. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is the whole like we have to create so much merch after this show <laughs> it's good that we made it to like the last uh, part of it so we're gonna wrap up a little bit mm-hmm. and give some last recommendations before we release you into the day yeah can so what else did we want to say actually can i um uh, ask a question because during the break we were talking about how um, awesome max is for being like self-taught and how it's really cool mm. but Then you said you said something that is uh, your past shaped you to be who you are. So and you seem happy with that. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the past, you can't change the past, obviously. Um, so you need to figure out a way of living with it. Yeah. Um, my way of coping with it was generally just accepting that the lessons I've learned, even through hard times or easy times, really shaped who I am. And I can be happy for the lessons I've learned at an early age, in this case, um, mm which make my later life easier. It's like learning a language when you're a kid. Um, It's not easy when you're a kid. It's just that it was in your past, so you already know the language. Yeah. But I was, uh, I'm gonna, I used to tell myself, um, I used to tell myself that as well, like for uh, for several years. I was like, uh, yeah, my past uh, made me who I am and I like who I am. But at points where I'm like, "Mm, I don't really like who I am and then I can get resentful of the past. Right. I mean, that can always happen, but... That's why I say that past is in the past. I guess you can't really change it. You can't it. change it, of course. Um, sure, your younger self hopefully was more stupid than your present is. Otherwise, <laughs> you're going downhill. Um, so <laughs> let's hope that's I'm blaming still the everyone case. else. My younger self was perfect. You think? Oh, what? oh that's a big mistake. That's the I think. confidence we all want to have. <laughs> I don't think that's good for you. No, I'm kidding, of course. Actually, uh, Sonali also had something to add there, I think. So, uh, speaking of that, I think I relate to that or maybe. We all do like things from that was nice. What Max said, past is past and how much we can let it like the negative part or that's very subjective. What's negative and positive for you. But if there's something you want to change about yourself. So for me, it's like I get super worried about almost everything. I worry about others. Plus I worry about me. So it's plus one worry always. Mm. I think I want to change that about me Mm -hmm. and try to be chill. Yeah. So, (laughs) yes. So. And that comes so much from the past, like the worry factor. Mm. So I recognize that. But like you said, like if I think we can learn to uh, try to m- make it more comfortable for us mm. and understand. But I just I have a tendency to get really annoyed when people are like, you need to embrace your past or you need to take care of the child of your past. Or you like all those sentences that you can hear that could be like a quote on a wall. Right. Yeah. But it feels still like there's something to it that I'm just not grasping. Like, what is it that I'm not understanding? Really? How can why? Why can't I just accept the past? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, either way, you just need to figure out a way to live with yourself, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. In the end, it's not like you can be like, like in video games, be like, all right, I've had a good time. Let's go respawn. You know. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. I would like to Actually, go respawn somewhere. Yeah. Like right now, I'm thinking of this super cheesy quote that uh, someone said to me like a week ago or two weeks ago, which is like about like you know you're not able to change the past but you're always able to kind of change yourself right now and for the future and mm. the quote goes as the the perfect day to plant a tree was 25 year, years ago and the, the second best day to plant a tree is now today mm. and i really nice. like that i mean it was so cheesy but i like that because yeah, really i felt I like, like you know too, it's, it's never too late to start being uh, the person you want to be or it's never too late to learn something you mm. wish you maybe had learned earlier so I am, um, you know, like today is the first day of uh, the rest of your life, however you want this to be. But that's like the thing. So uh, there's there's a book uh, written by someone that was doing palliative work for several years. Um, and she listed like what people most regret on their deathbed. And the first one was not being true to themselves. But how do you know when you're being true to yourself? Because there's so many relative mm. aspects of yourself. Like, what does it mean? Go ahead. I think I remembered something that Marie mentioned earlier, to be honest. Mm. And I think that goes for everything. Also expressing yourself and being honest to what feels happy and what doesn't feel good. Mm. So, so then your feelings should be your guide, your yeah, like a I, compass. Yes, so maybe it's very per subjective or personal. Like, mm. yeah, I okay. don't know if it was related to that. Authentic is probably. Authentic, yeah. yeah. Well put, yes, L authentic. An authentic life, yeah. Yeah. For, yeah, what is authentic for us? Food for thought. There's, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of food for thought, yes. Um, unfortunately, we um, we came to the, the maximum time limit we have here. <laughs> uh, so we need to wrap it up a little bit. But maybe we can share a recommendation to our listeners. I don't know if you have something in mind as our guest today. I, how about we all do that? Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like a spotlight. That's, That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I steal yours though? Because I really yeah. like the one with I would like to and be. And there it is. The pressure yeah. to come up with a new one. Can, yeah. I, can I just repeat your, your new <laughs> oh, one? Oh, so yeah. that's what we are doing? Then <laughs> yeah. let's do it to, <laughs> together. No, I, something, something I learned with the failure thing. Like I yeah. would like to feel comfortable failing. Failing around, around you. you. Yeah. It's a really, really nice yeah. one. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. I think I would like to tell you that, you know, dare to be the person you want to be and think a little bit less about what consequences this behavior maybe will have for you. Except when you're pushing down your sister down the stairs. Think yeah, about the consequences. Yeah, okay. <laughs> or throwing something in the kitchen at someone. At someone, yeah. Yeah, sure. Especially if it's warm cheese. That happened in our house. Oh, that's the worst. Was it like melted cheese? It was or a was toast. It? Is there more oh, recommendations? The cheese side always ends <laughs> up on the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so don't throw cheese, maybe. Don't, no, I, I would I would recommend um, uh, stop living in the past. You can't change it. Don't live for the future. You can only make it better or worse but mm -hmm. you do need to enjoy the now so i, want, I don't want to say yolo but basically <laughs> you know whatever you're doing don't sit there and be like oh this sucks oh, in two hours i'll be done from work you know be like okay i mean this sucks but let's see if i can make a game out of this or see a way of enjoying it that's nice that's put. well yes. put yeah really nice like living the life of no regrets which we often hear so many times or YOLO like <laughs> I just no want to regrets. slap you in the face right now with <laughs> okay. a piece of toast and cheese if you yeah. like something then being upfront, yeah I like this this is nice and if you don't like I don't like this make it something better yeah cool or yeah. like being honest so yeah. um, thanks for being here with us in the studio Sonali once more it was really great to have you 
Thank you. Thank you guys for this uh, nice uh, radio session. And also I am surprised. I feel so comfortable talking here. And and you guys are doing an amazing Sure. That's what so we always like you. to hear. Yes. Before, <laughs> you have, yes. before you have to listen more to, you know, us patting ourselves on the shoulders. Um, we, yeah, once again say thank you for tuning in and we release you into the night with the last song. This was the show about nothing, the one about emotions. Oh my God, we're approaching 30. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> Let's try that again. Thank God this isn't live. You've just heard a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. You'll find all our shows at k103.se. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Stay tuned.